You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 151, Let Yourself Be a Learner. (laughs) Welcome back, my friends. So glad to talk to you again this week. For those of you that are new, um, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And um, I also want to give a shout out to, to um, some, some people that have reached out this week and interact. I have had a lot of emails in the last couple of weeks, and I, I want to say I've gotten to almost all of them. Um, I do my best to, to answer every email I get, but um, I had a couple of questions actually I wanted to answer here. And so um, uh, because I thought that they would be better answered for more than one person. So, uh, you know, I got a couple that were repetitive questions and then, um, some things I thought, well, you know what? I bet our listeners out there would, would, you know, benefit from hearing the answer to that. So let's do it. So, um, so first question I got, um, was about, you know, coaching for people that are not OBGYNs. And I just want to say, like, like everybody here is welcome here. <laughs> we love you. Um, you are welcome here. I know we have teachers and veterinarians and CRNAs and um, all types of docs. Um, we've had hemonks and family practice and uh, everybody out there, okay? And I want you to know, like, you are welcome here anytime. We love having you here. Um, yeah, I... I base all of my, my stuff on, uh, OBGYN life because that's the life I know. Right. And that's what I know. I don't know, um, you know, what a teacher needs to hear, um, or what, you know, um, a different specialty might need to hear in their examples, but y'all can, y'all can come up with your own examples and apply this work in any way that helps you. Um, and so I want you to know that I hear you. Um, I do, I do know there's probably, you know, something similar, out there for everybody too. You know, I don't want you to think that I'm the only burnout coach out there. There's probably, you know, someone else that's a teacher with a podcast like this. (laughs) There's so many podcasts out there, y'all. Not that I would ever want you to leave our, our happy little podcast here. Um, but I want you to know that, that there is also a message that is specifically for you out there. So, um, you know, I've had several requests recently of like, Hey, I, I, I wish you would talk more, um, more generally or give better examples, um, for people not in medicine or whatever, you know, and I, I love that. I, I'm so glad that you guys are out there and, um, that this work is helping you, but you can apply this to any, any example. Okay. You really can. And I know you guys are smart cookies. You guys can do that. Um, but also, you know, maybe there's a person out there for you too that speaks specifically to the problem that you're facing. Um, and so, you know, I just want you to know that I, I know and I believe that there's a lot of answers in the world. And so I, I want you to explore that as well. Um, I probably won't be, you know, branching out my, my messaging anytime soon, because this is the life I know. And, um, and that's what I'm best suited to talk to, um, or talk for or speak for. Um, but you know, that doesn't mean that it's not, you know, it's not something that might benefit everybody. So, um, I I hope that answers some of the questions I've gotten about, you know, would I ever consider, you know, coaching other specialties? Would I ever consider, um, talking about, things outside of medicine. I, you know, I think that it's great. And sometimes we talk about that stuff here, but 
that's just not, you know, that's not the life that I live. So I speak to what I know um, because that's kind of what the expert I am, you know, right? That's my expertise. So um, I don't want to speak for something that I don't know a lot on. So, um, so that's my answer, I guess. Um, the next question I get, uh, I had a couple times actually, um, in the past couple weeks was, um, about guys. And I want, I want everybody out there to know, I say girls, I say she, her, um, feminine pronouns all the time, mostly because that is the life I live. Okay. A lot of the examples I'm giving you, a lot of the stories I'm telling you, they're probably based on my life (laughs) or someone I knows. And the other thing is, is that there are, you know, a high proportion of, uh, graduating OBGYNs are female or identify as female. Um, something like greater than 85%. So whenever I use feminine pronouns, that's just my standard, okay? It's kind of like some religious texts referring to, you know, him. Um, uh, you know, that's just what it says throughout the whole book, right? Like, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm referring to myself, uh, capital H-E-R, you know, um, capital her or anything like that. But what I'm saying is it's just kind of my default, okay? Um, please, please take all of this work that we talk about here. Um, as you know, something that you can apply to yourself, um, for my guys out there, like good for you being here. We, we welcome you with open arms. Um, I talk about a lot of feminist type things sometimes and, and I know y'all are out there and you have your own, um, your own struggles. And, um, and I know that y'all are probably feminists too, being in, being in the OBGYN field. So, um, I, I just want to welcome you. And also if you don't, don't identify as any of those, you know, if you identify as, uh, they slash them, you know, um, if you are here, you are welcome. And just because I use certain pronouns doesn't mean that, um, you are not. Um, and so do I coach men? Well, um, I have coached men. Um, I have not had any men in the happy gynecologist group yet, but that doesn't mean y'all couldn't join us. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, and so, you know, we're op- open to anybody, um, out there that's an OBGYN, no matter what your pronouns are, no matter what you identify as, um, if you're part of the LGBTQIA plus <laughs> community, um, all the, all the acronyms, okay. Or all the, all the letters, um, we are, we are there for you. Um, no matter what your pronouns are, no matter what your, your creed or your ethnicity, um, I only speak English, but that does not mean that, you know, we couldn't figure out something, but you know, that's, that's the only limitation on, you know, inclusivity probably is, is, um, you know, I don't, I don't speak very many other languages. So, um, but I want everybody to know you're welcome here. And I, I'm like sending you a virtual hug right now because I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) So, um, if you're, if you're a dude out there, if you identify as a he, him, um, if you, uh, are a guy and you are here, don't feel like you're in the wrong place. Okay. Because like, we're totally glad you're here. Um, and just, just change the pronouns whenever I say, uh, she and her. Okay. Um, if I'm talking about feminist stuff, you can be a feminist too. It's totally cool. Okay. Y'all deal with some of the same problems we do. Okay. Um, and so I, um, I want you to know that, that that is always acceptable here. So, um, so anyway, yeah, that, I hope that answers some of the questions that I got. Um, and I'm trying to think, I think that that's the main questions that I got, 
uh, recently with multiple questions. I was like, let me just answer these emails all in one fell swoop <laughs> to all the listeners out there. So welcome back. Okay. All right. So really quick, y'all, I want you to, we'll transition to let yourself be a learner. And I want you to kind of think about what that means to be a learner. Okay. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm a learner. I do my MOC articles every year at the last minute or whatever. Right. I'm studying for boards. I'm doing it. I'm a learner. Hooray. Right. I wouldn't have been here if I'm not. Whenever I say I want you to let yourself be a learner, that is like an active choice I want you to make, (laughs) okay? So like from today on, I want you to make the decision to let yourself be a learner in as many aspects as you can, okay? And why I think this is important is because I recently had, I recently had a friend that I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, she was texting me and she's like, how, how do you keep like doing all these new things? Like, how do you know how to just like start a podcast and make a website? And, you know, she's like, listening to all these things. like, like who just does that? <laughs> and I, I was kind of like, well, I mean, part of who just does that is someone with ADHD, but <laughs> because that's me. Um, but you know, the, the other thing that, that you, you know, have to have to have, I think that if you want to do new things is the ability to let yourself be a learner. And what I mean by that is, is that we are so often kind of type A people. We are, you know, the, the OCD ish type crowd or the, you know, uh, control enthusiasts, right? We, um, we like to be in control. We like things to be orderly and predictable, have, you know, a certain set of, of order, right? And some of us also identify as perfectionists, right? So some of you out there, I'm raising my hand as well. Okay. I have really struggled with perfectionism in the past and, perfectionism, you know, uh, we've talked about it a little bit here is kind of this idea that if I, you know, if I appear to be perfect, if I act perfect, do perfect, look perfect, then, you know, I will be acceptable. And so, um, what that does to us though, is that we keep striving for this, this ideal image that we have, um, of life or of our achievements or of ourselves that's not actually attainable. And so we keep striving and striving and when it's not perfect, we, you know, we, we keep going because we, we aren't there yet. Right. It's kind of like, um, this idea that like, well, I got to keep working harder so I can be successful. Um, and so I need to take on more patience because I want my patience. I want my practice to be successful. So I need more patience, right? How will you know when you're there? Well, whenever I'm successful, well, when is that? Well, and like we have like this like kind of perfectionism view of like, I'll have lots of patience and everybody will say I'm, I'm successful. And really what we are kind of envisioning is this like ideal perfection type practice, right? Or um, maybe it's at home, you know, our house, we want our house to be um, perfect and whenever it's not, we feel really uncomfortable and we scurry around with a huge to-do list, all the things we need to do. And we get kind of frustrated and we try and control everything and tidy up and the kids get it messy. And if someone comes over, we're like ashamed and we're apologizing like, oh my gosh, don't look at my house. It's such a mess. And like that kind of thing. Right. 
That's another way perfectionism can kind of show up. And it shows up in our notes. I don't want the specialist to see my note uh, and judge me. And so I'm going to spend like an extra hour after clinic getting all the details in this one note, right? Perfectionism also leads us to procrastination because deep down we know that we cannot achieve that perfection, uh, that perfection state, right? And so we, we want to avoid. And so we will procrastinate. And then our work is actually not as good as it would have been, maybe. Um, and so perfectionism will actually have us where we won't even try at all. Um, you know, especially if it's something new and we, we know that we won't be good at it. So that might be something um, that might be something like trying a new hobby, right? Um, one of my kiddos recently, um, I could see like the perfectionism starting early. And so I'm trying to like model uh, that it's okay to be a learner. And so that's where this has really come up recently for me too, because um, she she was talking about things she's interested in. And I said, well, hey, do you want to try something new like softball? Um, I know that there's a team that needs some players. And she was like, oh, no, I have no interest in that. Mind you, she's eight. <laughs> okay. She's like, I have no interest in that. I was like, oh, really? Well, don't you think it'd be fun to just try something new? And she's like, uh, no, I don't know how to do that. And I know I wouldn't be very good at it. And I was like, yeah, that's why they teach you how to do it. <laughs> we could teach you and the coach helps coach you. So you learn how to do it. And so it's just so funny because it's like, I'm like watching myself, of course, um, in like, you know, a different form. And so we had a big talk about it and I was like, oh my gosh, like how many things in my life have I avoided because I didn't want to be seen as not knowing what I'm doing or not knowing how to play or not good at it. How many things have I just not even tried? And that's kind of what I told my friend who was asking, well, like, like who just goes and starts a podcast and then like creates a website and all these different things and, and starts speaking at grand rounds about burnout and learns all this new stuff. And I'm like, it's a bigger process than that. It's been years in the making, I promise. But yeah, I didn't let the fear of failing or the fear of judgment or the fear of not knowing everything hold me back. And she's like, well, yeah, okay, you could say that because that's like what a life coach would say, right? (laughs) I was like, no, but for real, like whenever I sat down and I was like, I'm going to make a podcast. I knew nothing about a podcast. I had listened to exactly maybe two podcasts in my entire life. I didn't know, you know, anything about how to create one, how to make one, what you're supposed to do, or even like how to get it to iTunes. I didn't know any of that shit. I literally, the, I literally sat down and just started Googling one day and I, I just did it. Like I, Googled, like, how do I make a podcast? Right. And so I just learned that I let myself be a learner. I wasn't afraid to put myself out there. Now I'm going to tell you, 
if it, oh, I, I'm a little like, like if I listen back to those first few episodes, y'all, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I was getting the hang of it. Right. I was, I was a learner back then y'all. And I, and that, that still gets to my little perfectionism self down, deep down inside. Cause I'm like, if I go back to those first, like, I don't know how many episodes I'm like, oh, I'm judging myself. And I'm like, wait, no, I was a learner. Of course. Like, of course it's not great. And you know what? You know how many times I've really wanted to take down the episodes that I absolutely loathe? I've wanted to take them down so many times, y'all. You know how many times I've wanted to redo them and just not tell anybody? <laughs> a lot. I've wanted to, but I have I have not done that, y'all, because I'm like, no, it's the principle of the matter at this point. Like, I am I am trying to be someone who is not a perfectionist anymore. And damn it, I'm gonna leave the ugly episodes up, okay? And yeah, like there's a lot of imperfections and like none of it's perfect, y'all. I don't, I don't edit these a whole lot. Like you can tell that. I know you can. <laughs> I literally improve the audio quality a little bit. I do not take out all of my ums and my, my stutters and my misspoken words. I don't, I don't fix it all um, because I think that that is the authentic experience that is like talking to a real person and talking to me who is it I'm an imperfect person y'all and so putting myself out there over and over and over again is almost like a way to overcome that fear of rejection or fear of failure or fear of looking silly right like that's what we're really ultimately fearing is rejection right or someone telling us that we're not good right and what is so interesting is that whenever you let yourself be a learner, you're just like learning something new. And we all like learning. We wouldn't be here. Come on, y'all. We are like the A plus students. We would not be here if we didn't like to learn, right? So we like learning. We enjoy learning new things, probably because we're actually really good at learning. So learning to do something is essentially also a way to rewire your brain, right? So that's the other part that I want you to consider is that whenever you allow yourself to be a learner, you are, you know, taking in a new skill, you're laying down a new neural network or, you know, set of neurons or neural connection. And the more times you, you learn that or you practice that, that skill, whatever it is, Maybe it's ballroom dancing, maybe it's softball, <laughs> maybe maybe it's doing a podcast and speaking um, publicly. Um, you know, anytime you practice that, you are rewiring your brain so that that is now easier for you. And so you can do this with anything that you want to get better at. Maybe you want to, to you know, feel better about, you know, about speaking and this is this is a way okay so I encourage you I've always been someone that likes to talk <laughs> um, go back to the ADHD reference I guess but I've always been a talker I've always enjoyed telling stories verbally um, you know having a good laugh with friends um, I've always enjoyed you know talking in front of others as well or educating and so this was kind of a, a natural thing for me but if you're someone out there that, that wants to get better at something like that, all you have to do is practice. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm good. Like you have to like, you know, 
practice to, to get better. I'm not saying I don't need that practice. I definitely do. So we all do. Um, maybe there's something that you want to be less nervous about. Maybe you want to just be less perfectionistic, perfectionistic, I guess, um, about (laughs) something, right? How can you let yourself be a learner so you can overcome that? Can you try something new? Can you go to uh, your local, you know, community arts center and sign up for a pottery class and fail miserably? (laughs) That was my experience whenever I tried pottery, like with the pottery wheel. Um, I didn't end up with any pieces (laughs) at the end of like eight weeks. (laughs) I, I tried and tried, but that was um, something that I need to learn more of. And so letting myself be a learner though, is how you get past your fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of not being good at something is letting yourself be a learner. Okay. So maybe that's researching it for quite a while, but if you embrace your inner learner and you're just like, you know what? It's okay. I'm a learner. No one's gonna, you know, judge me if I'm a learner. Like it's fine. I want you to kind of think about that because the rejection that we often feel whenever we do something new um, and we worry like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think? That rejection feeling that we have is (laughs) self-generated. And so I want you to think about that the next time you avoid trying something new um, is, is that a lot of times our, our rejection or our unwillingness to put ourselves out there or just wanting to like avoid something new because we won't be good at it and we don't want to feel silly or we don't want to feel inadequate. That's all self-generated like brain drama. Um, and no one else is like going to judge you if you go to a pottery class and you suck. Like you're there to have a good time. Let's be honest. You're there to have a good time. You're not there to like produce pots. (laughs) Like you're not there to like mass produce pottery. You are there to learn a new skill. You're there to have fun, to do something with your hands, to get your mind off work, whatever. Okay. And, you know, so, so if you, if you take a class like that, remind yourself why people do this, right? Why do people start a podcast? Cause it's fun. And I, I'm embracing the things I like to do, like talk, <laughs> talk, educate, meet new people. And this is a great way to do it. Um, and the same reason I do, you know, like grand rounds and, and speaking gigs and stuff like that too, you know, like um, do like webinars and stuff, right? Is I love meeting new people. I love talking in front of new people and getting to interact with them and educating them on, on you know, the things we talk about here or, you know, uh, random life stuff, whatever I'm talking about. So all of that would not be possible if I didn't let myself just like be the learner all the time. Okay. And really I embrace that. And whenever I start to become that perfectionist again, I'm just like, no, hold up. I am never going to be perfect. I'm continuing to learn, I'm continuing to, to try and grow. Okay. I'm not striving. Perfectionism is like striving and hustling and producing. Right. And it's like perfect. And I don't know, you know, it has this feel to it. Right. And whenever you're a learner, you're just like letting things be, you're, you're allowing things to happen as they will. You're allowing yourself to be 
your authentic self, you're allowing yourself to be imperfect and just human. And it's a much more comfortable place. (laughs) You're letting yourself be the learner that is happy in the process, not just focused on getting to the other side, right? All right, y'all, that's what I've got for you this week. Um, I hope that that is something that you relate to as well. I hope you can find ways to be the learner. I want you to ask yourself exactly that though. What area of life do I need to let myself be the learner in? Okay, how can I like promote my inner learner? How can I allow myself to, you know, do something new in the name of learning um, that I have been avoiding? Um, how can I challenge my, my perfectionistic tendencies by allowing my, myself to be the learner? Um, or how can I put myself out there in a way that helps uh, kind of rewire my brain um, away from that perfectionism and avoiding new things so I don't look silly to just doing it and overcoming that? Um, so ask yourself some of that. And I'd love to hear from you. If you come up with something you're going to try or if you, you want to try and learn something new, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email anytime. Find me on Instagram, um, Coach Miles MD. Um, I'm also on Facebook. You can also find me on this same thing, Coach Miles MD, I think is what you can search or just the Happy Gynecologist on Facebook is uh, our page. And then send me an email anytime. Send me a message anytime. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, The Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.